This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Today, did Joe Biden threaten his own citizens with nukes? Uh, and they called Donald Trump the fascist. Nancy Pelosi announces the creation of a 1-6 commission. And if you are a young man who has had heart problems due to the COVID vaccine, the CDC says, don't worry, just take more of the vaccine. All right, we've got a lot coming up today to dissect, and it starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I'm Sarah Gonzalez, today joined by, uh, it's Stu and Pat, Pat and Stu Thursday. Yes. All right, so Stu Bergier, host of Stu Does America, Pat Gray, host of Pat Gray Unleashed. It's been a few weeks, guys. I know. I feel like every time you guys are on separate, we really just screw with the viewer. They're like, wait, mm-hmm. did, what? but it's Tuesday. Why is Stu on? I know. America's demanding up. us to be on the same <laughs> schedule. Yeah. And now we are. We're cycling together. Yeah, we are you? Yes. Wow. Are mm-hmm. you really excited? I have to throw the mug. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, all right. So let's get into the headlines of the day. I, I am hopeful that this is going to be a fun one, guys. So Joe Biden had a press conference on gun violence uh, yesterday. And he, I mean, as we know, gun violence is the root of like all problems mm-hmm. in plaguing society today. Of course. Yes. So uh, during his speech on soaring crime rates and uh, gun violence yesterday, Joe Biden made sure to explain to everyone living in America that uh, you, you may think that you can use your guns to stand up against government tyranny, but you can't because the government has nuclear weapons. All right. Watch. The Second Amendment from the day it was passed limited the type of people who could own a gun and what type of weapon you could own. Mm. You couldn't buy a cannon. Those who say the blood of the the blood of patriots, you know, and all the stuff about how we're going to have to all this stuff. move against the government. Well, the tree of liberty is not water with the blood of patriots. What's happened is that there are never been, if you wanted to think you need to have weapons to take on the government, you need F-15s and maybe some nuclear weapons. The point is that there's always been the ability to limit, rationally limit the type of weapon that can be owned and who can own it. You know, he does bring up a great point because I do remember in the in the Constitution, in the Bill of Rights, in where all these amendments are, you do see the Second Amendment. It does say shall not be infringed and then it has the asterisk mm-hmm. and then it says yeah. except for cannons. Right. <laughs> from the beginning, that was from yeah. day one. Day right. one. Day yeah. one. Day one. The they obviously limited because uh, yeah. they had the asterisk the cannon, there. The no cannon clause. You got to read the footnotes, people. Well, what you need is some lemon juice and a blow dryer. <laughs> yeah. And then oh, those words that appear. Oh, invisible ink. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Darn it. Oh, God. It's so frustrating. <laughs> I, I watched this whole thing yesterday. We did, like, live coverage on my Instagram. Page. Okay, tell me, how, how late? Wasn't he late? He was very how late. How late was so he? My plan yesterday mm. was to do to do the live coverage and then pull some clips and do the show yeah. on the speech. 
Well, he kept going later, and like, it was like almost two hours late. <laughs> so I just had to wow. like, I had to like, we we're just about to walk out. All right, we got to do the taping, and then of course he waltzes in there with his, you know, right. with zero point three energy. Uh, he turned it, <laughs> cranked it up to zero point three for the speech. Um, he was very late. Uh, this is one of the, this is one of the dumbest points of all time. First of all, uh, no one has ever said cannons were included. Like nope. Antonin Scalia very specifically, in fact, specifically used cannons as an example of what was not included. Antonin Scalia, right? Bearing arms means you can hold them, so you can't right. carry a cannon around. So absolutely, that is not included in the Second Antonin Amendment. Antonin Scalia, founding father, Antonin Scalia. No, not founding father, but a guy. Who, yeah, he wasn't. <laughs> but he he was an originalist, yeah. and a textual. And he said, hey, bearing arms, bearing means carrying. Uh, so, yes, you cannot, it's not, it does not cover nuclear missiles. It does not cover F 15s. Uh, what it does cover are uh, weapons you can hold. And he even said at that time, like, rocket propelled grenades are up in the air mm-hmm. as far as the founders go at this point. Uh, he, was, he was, you know, he had a very broad definition of what the Second Amendment would allow, as do I. Uh, but, uh, you know, ne- cannons were never involved in it, and neither, neither were F 15s. <laughs> Uh, secondarily here, uh, this point that the left makes all the time is a terrible, terrible point, which is, oh, well, um, you know, you, you're going to need F-15s and uh, you're going to need, t- you know, we're going to have tanks if we're the government, we're going to have nuclear weapons if we're the government. I mean, what are you going to do with your little AR-15? Well, they want to do something very specific when they bring this point up, which is to make you think, like, look out your front door and down your driveway comes a tank. And you've got your AR-15, and then on the other side comes another tank, and then F-15 comes over with missiles and fires them at your house. Are you going to win that battle? Probably not. But ask the U.S. military, the greatest military ever conceived, how easy it is to go through Afghanistan mm-hmm. or uh, Iraq or any other area when you're going door to door. The reason why this, this government has stood for all of this time is because no one will ever attempt to go through and roll through a door to door battle with any military when this, the populace has 400 million guns on them. It's completely insane. You'll lose so many people and it would be a disaster. Yes, you could nuke all of these cities and eliminate all these people. Then what are you ruling? You're ruling a bunch of holes, a bunch of you know giant uh, holes in the ground uh, that are lo- loaded with nuclear waste. I guess you could theoretically do that. The reason why people won't do that to the United States and why it hasn't happened through all this time, why we have the oldest standing constitution in the world, a good chunk of that is because no military, no dictator could ever roll over a country with this many guns in it. It's impossible and you'd lose so much in the process that no one would ever attempt it. That's what the Second, the second Amendment is here for. We don't hopefully ever have to use it for those purposes. So far, we haven't had to, um, although we've had wars and obviously the Civil War is, is part of that but still look, we don't have to defend ourselves against a government a government like this because the risk is too high for the government to do anything that's mm-hmm. the strength mm-hmm. of the second amendment yeah right. i could actually make a case disagreeing with scalia on cannons um privateers owned cannons mm-hmm. privateers are private citizens mm-hmm. who uh patrolled the waters uh on the coast of uh, the united states fighting the british but they were private citizens and they bought guns then they bought cannons and they used cannons against the British. And they weren't cannons that were owned by the U.S. government or the U.S. military. They were owned by privateers. So, I mean, in the beginning, maybe you could even own cannons. I, I don't know that, you know, because it was a different world. Yeah. yeah. I don't think they excluded anything. Yeah. yeah. I really don't. Yeah. Uh, in the yeah. beginning, they didn't yeah. exclude anything. Now, could you own a nuclear weapon? I mean, that's just stupidity. Of course you can't. 
Um, but from the beginning, I mean, cannons was a really bad example to use because <laughs> private citizens own cannons. Um, but uh, th- that's that's the excuse they always use. And it, they always are all about the Second Amendment. And I'm not trying to do anything with the Second Amendment. I'm just trying to do common sense gun reform, blah, 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 blah. And they're always coming for the guns. Well, and he, he also cited later in his press conference uh, how, well, I mean, obviously we've seen that a ban on, you know, uh, high capacity magazines, a ban on assault weapons, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. like that obviously helps. And it's like, what? What statistics are you looking at? No. Because the last time you guys did that, it did, the ban on assault assault weapons Didn't ban work. did not do anything. Yeah. Right. It, in fact, their own studies showed it did nothing. Right. Uh, it's actually, <laughs> their own studies said uh, that people just stopped killing. It, there may have been less murder from assault, quote-unquote, assault weapons. Yeah. However, they just used different weapons to right. kill the people. So I don't think those people were necessarily excited about that. They were like, ah, well, you know what? Good news. We didn't die from an AR-15. At least we I died didn't from get pistol. killed yeah. from an assault weapon. And another thing. If... <laughs> It, have we not seen in the last year how important a high-capacity magazine could be? Oh, my gosh. If there are 40 people coming at your house and they're going to burn it down or they're going to mm-hmm. take you and your family out of your house, I want a mm-hmm. high-capacity magazine. Mm-hmm. And then I want another one right next to it. And I want a whole freaking stack of them so that I can defend myself and my family. Yeah. Uh, if you're up against dozens of people, of course you need uh, high capacity magazines and and this stuff with the deer and the and the Kevlar vest because it's all about hunting. I mean, when are they going to learn so that bad. the Second Amendment's not about hunting? No. Uh, you know, as someone who is not, I, I never had a high capacity magazines until the last year. Uh, you watch what's going on in the last year. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I lost them all yep. in a terrible floating accident. Oh, but yeah, at the bottom of a lake. Yeah. Were, we, were we together when that happened? That might have been that time we were together yeah. boating. Yeah. yeah. yeah I don't remember what like body boat. of water it was, but uh-huh. it was deep. It was deep. Wow. We tried yeah. to save them and we could yeah. not. Oh, unfortunately. Gosh, that's a bummer. It, it is. Wow. But I mean, like, I, you look at what happened. I mean, go back to the, those days. Remember the days, there's a few days here in Dallas where uh, the riots were at their peak. Mm-hmm. And I remember, uh, you know, looking at uh, this. I was and yep. concerned. It was yep. like legitimately yep. like, you yep. know, society seemed to be melting down for a few days. And it did. I mean, if you were in Minneapolis or Portland or Seattle, I mean, it really did melt yep. down. Y- yeah. um, but like even in other cities, there were real problems and you didn't know what was going to happen. You didn't know where your protection was. You, right. You're, if you're not protecting yourself, then you're... Advocating your advocating your I'm going to do it backwards five times, but you know what I'm saying. You're, you're not you're not you're not fulfilling your duty. That's mm-hmm. what I would say. Abdicating. Advocating. Thank mm-hmm. you. Um, mm-hmm. That was one of those words I just got stuck <laughs> in the middle of, and I didn't know how to get out of it. It was like I, it was like I went the wrong way in a cul-de-sac. Uh, but anyway, uh, so I think you have to be able to defend yourself, and you realize that your handgun or maybe your shotgun by a shotgun uh, as joe would say it's not enough in a situation no. like that but when you watch the videos of, i remember those guys that were like bikers and they just be down there and they just build the ar-15 strapped to their backs no one ever came near those guys man they just, <laughs> like, just walked right by they're, they're, those businesses didn't get burned down right because right. no one wants to deal with that and, and, and that's why you have them not to mention the true purpose of the second amendment defending yourself against an out-of-control government of course you want a high-capacity magazine if you're defending yourself against an out-of-control government. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, so it's just, it's ludicrous that we continually hear this nonsense. Yeah. Uh, just an, another portion of the Joe Biden 
press conference on gun violence and soaring crime rates. He did put a lot of pressure on uh, gun dealers. He listed a series of threats, including uh, if you willfully falsify a record, we will find you. Listen. Today, the department is announcing, as I just did, the major crackdown on stem the flow of guns used to commit violent crimes. It's zero tolerance for gun dealers who willfully violate key existing laws and regulations. Let me repeat, zero tolerance. If you willfully sell a gun to someone who's prohibited from possessing it, if you willfully fail to run a background check, if you willfully falsify a record, if you willfully fail to cooperate with the tracing requests or inspections, my message to you is this, we'll find you and we will seek your license to sell guns. Whoa. We'll make sure you can't sell death and mayhem on our streets. Whoa. It's an outrage, it has to end and we'll end it, period. Uh, there's just one problem with all of that falsifying mm -hmm. records nonsense is that uh, Joe's son, Hunter, seems to have <laughs> falsified a record on uh, hit one of his gun purchases in 2018. Maybe that was a message to Hunter. Like, he's like, I'm going to find you, Hunter. <laughs> I know you're out there somewhere. You may just be texting me, but yeah. I will zero in on your location and find you and immediately enable your behavior. Uh, that was an amazing part of the speech. I'm glad you pulled that because it's like he just he's just telling you laws that exist and just saying that we're going to enforce laws that exist. Like, uh, well, mm -hmm. okay, we should have been doing that. Why weren't we doing that before? <laughs> you right? weren't doing like, that and are, now you're going to? I, I don't, why do we have the laws in the first place? What were we doing before? And I, 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 it's amazing that we have no tolerance for these people that go in and, and, and apparently you know, commit some gun crime. We have plenty of tolerance to, you know, if you want to go burn down a target, right. of course we have tolerance for that. You want to go shoot an off-duty police officer as they're trying to protect their business, oh, kill all you want, no big deal. Uh, we're not worried about that at all. They have no tolerance for people who commit gun crimes, apparently, and people who went into the Capitol on January 6th. Other than that, they have tolerance for every type of criminal. It's amazing. <laughs> it is. Uh, it's interesting, too, because during that same section or, or close to it, he was talking about how background checks have kept three million uh, people from killing other people or whatever. Is that just in the last 150 days? Is that or, <laughs> no, because we've had background right. checks forever and it's over that stretch of time that we've had the background checks. We we have background checks and they continue uh, to, to check every background of every person who buys a gun. There's one tiny little segment of like 1% of gun sales or less where, you know, it goes handed down family right. to family members or at a gun show person to person. Uh, but virtually everybody goes through a gun check. And that's why, yeah, you've it's worked three million times because we've had it mm -hmm. for a long time. And almost none of the guns committing these you know, that are involved in committing these crimes are are guns that were sold this way. I mean, right. it's, it's it's just a total. I mean, part of, there's part of me that sits every once in a while. I have these weak moments, and I think to myself, you know, this is such a dumb point they make, but they make it all the time. You know, why don't I just give it to them? You know, like okay, fine. When you have a pr private, I know, you, you, I check, think that too. you think like ah, well, so what? Like yeah. it doesn't matter really. I mean, like it's not like there's a huge. But the point is, no matter what, you have to remember. 
whatever they're asking for, they're going to ask for 50 things yes. past that. So you give yes. them one, they're going to take yep. 51 instead of 50. Yep. Um, there's no reason to ever give a, a, a freaking inch of ground in this debate because they their goal is has nothing to do with background checks. They know that 99% of guns go through background checks. They, what, they're, what we're talking about here is them trying to eliminate these weapons from your hands. Uh, making it so you are a criminal for having one. That's their goal. Uh, mm -hmm. And, it's and not they are coming for AR-15s. Oh, yeah. Yes. They are absolutely they're are. going to come after the ones with the you know that are technically pistols first yeah. and they're going to you know that's a big part of this it's one of what he wants to do and it's like well you know it acts like an ar-15 but it's technically a pistol it would be it would be outside of the walls of their stupid little assault weapons ban they're going to come after those too mm -hmm. um and uh, now they can't have mine because mine's obviously at the bottom of the same lake right well and they are also not just the ar-15s but the ar-14s too according oh, no. to joe biden yeah they're <laughs> no, going after no, the, the ar-14s AR yeah, yeah the 13s too oh, it's going to get really really ugly uh we've got a lot more to get into first we want to thank our sponsor omega xl so if you are living in pain maybe it's back pain shoulder pain whatever the case may be uh what you might not know is that it's inflammation that is actually causing your pain and unless you defeat the inflammation in your body you may be on the way to permanent damage. That is where Omega XL comes in. It is backed by 35 years of clinical research, and it actually attacks the inflammation that is causing your pain. I would, since Pat Gray is on the show, just like to bring up, Pat, your little mishap with your, was it your, it was your elbow, elbow, right? Yeah, I don't even know where it came from. It, it just, just, out of nowhere. It was inflamed, and then the pain radiated down my arm. And it got to the point where I couldn't even pick things up with my left arm, so I reluctantly tried he was like oh it's Omega the natural stuff i don't want to try it but i will mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it worked yeah it worked after a week it, the pain was subsiding and then after two weeks it was completely gone and hasn't been back yeah so you guys are missing out if you are living with any sort of pain it doesn't have to be that way all right let's get you started order omega xl now you will get a second bottle for free if you go to omegaxl.com slash news that is omegaxl.com slash news it is natural but it works omegaxl.com slash news Nancy Pelosi today announced that they are proceeding with uh, a 9-11 style commission, except for the uh, the, riots, mm -hmm. the insurrection of January 6th. Now, it is curious, you guys, because we just got done talking about how Joe Biden said, uh, you know, you don't stand a chance against the government because we have F-15s <laughs> and we'll nuke you, but also simultaneously they came really close that day at the Capitol. Mm. To they almost everything. shut down democracy that <laughs> they, day. Yeah. They it was all, really it was so close. close. They were going to take their so tiny close. little American flags <laughs> and they were going to start decapitating people and it was yeah. going to get really bad. And then they were going to jam it right into the eye of democracy. Yes. Bastards. Yes. So yeah. that we came really close to losing everything, <laughs> everything that day. We did. Thankfully, <laughs> we did not. Here is a Nancy Pelosi announcing this committee watch. This morning with great solemnity and sadness. Mm. Yes. Mm. Uh, I'm announcing so that the sad. House will be establishing a uh, select committee on the January 6th insurrection. Again, January 6th was one of the darkest days mm. in our nation's history. I've mm. said it now three times. It is imperative that we establish the truth of that day and ensure that an attack of that kind cannot happen and that we root yeah. out yeah. the causes of it all. The select committee will investigate and report on the facts and the causes of the attack, and it will make report recommendations uh, for the prevention of any future attack. And you can trust this committee will be <laughs> totally 
totally, totally unbiased, okay? Because Nancy Pelosi <laughs> is here to tell you what the root causes may be. Watch. Please watch. <laughs> Please watch. There are two actual uh, paths. One is about the root causes of it. The white supremacy, the anti-Semitism, the Islamophobia, all the rest of it that was so evident when you see a sweatshirt on one of the people saying, Camp Auschwitz. The other is the security of the capital and what it, what it means to be ready for such an insurrection. Mm -hmm. While I think we could have been better prepared, I don't think anybody would have foreseen an insurrection incited by the president of the United States. I'm so, I, and by the way, I apologize because oh, I did not. I usually give a warning to the viewers to make sure that they have taken their blood pressure medication uh, <laughs> on days where we show videos that are this bad. But I did not give that warning, so I apologize uh, to all of you. But Pat, I saw you just like oh, viscerally, just oh my gosh, it's agonizing. Yeah, I mean, Stu and I always have to, and you know, it was an embarrassment, right? It was it was embarrassing. That anybody on the right would, would do that, would act that way, mm -hmm. would get carried away at the Capitol building. They have made this into such a monumental happening, though. One of the darkest days in American history, one person died and she was in the mob. Right. I mean, they continually call it the deadly attack. It wasn't a deadly attack, except a one person in the mob. Mm -hmm. The other people died of natural causes. Yeah. I, I'm so tired of the overblown hysteria about January 6th. If it's an insurrection, charge someone with an insurrection. Charge them with treason. Not one person has been charged with treason or insurrection or anything of the kind. Yeah, no. Not in, one. In fact, there's a, an Indiana grandmother of five who was the first one to uh, be sentenced in connection with all of this. And um, she pleaded guilty to a single mister, <laughs> misdemeanor count of parading in a Capitol building. Well, yeah, because here's what Whoa. she did. She went into the Capitol building for 10 minutes. What? She didn't break anything, but, but that, she stood there. But she there. paraded. She paraded. That's not a lot. Walked around a little bit That's, and then walked out. That is that is dark. Yeah. All right, that yeah, is, is some dark stuff. And what too. terrible Parading. insurrectionists. They, they were all unarmed. I mean, <laughs> have you guys learned nothing from history? <laughs> That's a bad insurrection. You're supposed to bring F-15s and nukes. Right. And they didn't bring any of that. Cannons, uh, at least. <laughs> at least, bring some cannons. Um, you know, uh, first of all, it's a very good time if you need a writing utensil to remind you about NancyPelosiSucksPen.com. Yeah, is, this is a very good you. time. After watching story. a video of her, I'm feeling, I'm <laughs> feeling it. Uh, it's interesting that, uh, you know, I, I can't add too much to what you said. I mean, it's, it really is true. It's it, like an insurrection is a bad description of it. It was a riot, mm -hmm. I yeah. think. It was it, a riot. And you know what? Like, yes. I, I know, it wasn't all Ish, grandmothers standing inside of the Capitol. It was people actually assaulting police officers. And I, I forgive no one for that. Stay away mm -hmm. from the police officers. Don't do that to them. Mm -hmm. But the idea that there was a serious attempt to overthrow the government it, by these ludicrous. rioters is ludicrous. It's, it's the it's dumbest thing I've ever seen, I think. <laughs> it really I, is silly. I think it's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. I was listening to a, uh, a guy who, uh, I think he writes for Jacobin. He's a socialist. Oh, and and, and they, they were talking about this, and they said, you know, what do we think about these riots? And he said, you know, I think we got to be careful here, like, calling this an insurrection because, you know, 
what, what's going to happen next time we do something like this? And it's like, it's very true. Like, this wow. happens all the time with socialists. If, right. the, if those are insurrection attempts, mm-hmm. they're, you know, there were many calling these things insurrection attempts all the time. It yep. really, it, it really did make sense. Because I do, like, I actually, if there was a world in which people were capable of being honest, and I don't know what world this is. This is a mythical world. <laughs> it's a, it, from some science fiction film. Where, like, they could look at this and say, okay, let's legitimately look into January 6th and say, see what happened. Like, there were some really weird decisions made. Why, we learn now um, a little bit about that they did know some of this stuff may have been coming, and they didn't prepare for it. Why? I would like to know those answers. In addition, and I think it was a really fair trade-off to say, let's do the same thing with what with the riots uh, in uh, in uh, the summer. Mm-hmm. You know, we had all this billions of dollars of property yeah. damage. Mm-hmm. Let's look at that. Let's see where the funding was coming for that stuff. Where do they? What about these groups? Like, who are they associated with? Let's prosecute the people you have that to be we an caught broker to do that. Yeah, I know. Let's prosecute the people. Mm-hmm. This is a crazy standard that we caught on film killing people and lighting things on fire. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. not saying we have to prosecute every person who was at the rally. The same way we shouldn't be doing right. doing that with with January 6th. You know, but like the people who are really responsible for the bad things, let's go after them. Let's see how many people raised money to bail those people out and who those people were. Now, I know some of them happen to be in the administration, so it's a little difficult and a little itchy. Mm-hmm. But still, let's do that. That was a fair trade-off where we look at two terrible events and mm-hmm. really look into the background of it. Democrats have wanted no part of that mm-hmm. because this has absolutely nothing to do with them wanting the truth. It's just about them wanting to make Republicans look bad and extend January 6th for as long as possible and keep this white supremacist thing going like that's the, where you got to wonder where they're going yeah. with that because mm-hmm. now they're, start, well, yeah, they're starting this commission a really bad place well they're like anti-semitism i mean we saw the uh, the camp auschwitz shirt and we need to know where that came from you know where it came from it probably came from ilan omar's closet that's where it probably <laughs> came from look there first <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it does. It did feel like she was just pulling everything out. It, uh, Islamophobia. Yeah, yeah, like it's where, just like we're, Islamophobia. We're yeah, what? Where, where did that? Where did that come up? I haven't heard that at all. Uh, I haven't right. either. Well, the funny. It's like uh, yeah, they're just like listing their yeah. generic xenophobic. Yeah, xenophobic. Anti-Semitic. Anti-Semitic is a really is a really interesting part of that. In that, like, they just yeah. dealt with a scandal yep. in their own ranks on anti-Semitism. Yeah. Just, it was more recent. It's complete and total mm-hmm. gaslighting. And like, yeah. It, like, is there was there a guy who walked through that crowd in an anti uh, anti-Semitic shirt that said Camp Auschwitz? Yes, that person is obviously horrible, horrible in every single way. You have multiple elected Democrats in Congress right now that think all of the same things as that guy. Yeah, all of them. Yeah. Uh, and they every time that there's an issue about it, they're like, well, we just we think it's kind of almost a little tad bit wrong. They should correct themselves and let's give them 14 opportunities to say anything <laughs> that we can excuse and try to get away from the anti-Semitism. And then people like Elon Omar don't apologize. Mm-hmm. They don't even do that. The most the most basic thing uh, to reverse what they've done. And no one seems to care. What was the official number of people at the Capitol building? Was it was it that were inside 10,000 people there? I mean, that's it seems a little high even yeah, at, at might, the yeah, actual maybe Capitol. five, ten thousand. Even in a crowd of five or ten thousand, you're going to see some nuts, mm-hmm. right? Right, absolutely. Right, right. And that's that's who that guy was. He's yeah. a nut, and nobody agrees with him, and nobody followed him, and he probably didn't do anything. He's just a douchebag. Which, by the way, we were willing to give them whenever uh, there was a man who came and shot up a congressional baseball field of Republicans. Right. 
We were right. we were okay with giving them that, but now yeah. all of a sudden this one man represents the entire group. All right, we've got more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Freedom Project Academy. Uh, so parents, the fall semester is it's coming up. It is around the corner. And in case you haven't noticed, if your kids are in public school, they're just being taught, oh, you know, there's no difference between boys and girls. Uh, if you're white, you're racist, and you need to apologize for your oppression. Uh, they're not taught maybe how to read or write, but they are taught how to support Black Lives Matter and uh, the ins and outs of social justice. This is not what you want for your kid. All right. So you've got to check out Freedom Project Academy. They have already perfected live online learning for over a decade. They've been doing it way before COVID started. They are built on Judeo-Christian values and a classical curriculum. And Freedom Project Academy is dedicated to providing mastery of subject matter, not leftist propaganda. If you don't want your children to be indoctrinated by the public schools, I suggest you go to freedomforschool.com. You can request your free information packet today. It is freedomforschool.com. Like I said, the fall semester is around the corner. We are reporting on this every single day, what these schools are doing to indoctrinate these children. Do not let your child be one of them. Freedomforschool.com. There is a Republican lawmaker that uh, has planned to introduce a bill today, actually, to ban private businesses from mandating proof of a COVID-19 vaccination for their employees. Uh, he says that their requirements are, quote, an inherent violation of civil liberties. This would also ban the federal government from mandating vaccine passports uh, and limit states mm. from doing so. This is Representative Warren Davidson from Ohio, who says they're not really, this is what he told Fox News, they're not really providing a rational basis for discriminatory activity. They're busy separating healthy people from other healthy people on the presumption that people without a vaccine are not healthy. Uh, this is called the Vaccine Passport Prevention Act. And um, I feel like it is like it would make me feel a lot better if it passed. But I don't have mm -hmm. high hopes for it. Uh, just considering the makeup of the house. I do realize, though, that I am in the midst of like Mr. Vaccine himself. Yeah. Super here. I try to vaccinate myself three or four times a day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so. How's that working out for you? So far, so good. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, um, uh, do magnets stick to all your injection yes. sites? I actually, when I walk out by cool. refrigerators, they just kind of, they charge me wow. like a bowl. Yeah. Like, have you actually tried it? Have you tried it? Uh, You've got to try it. Yeah, yes, you it just, I, nothing sticks. Yeah, nothing sticks. No. Ah, nothing sticks darn it. To me. I know, darn it's it. terrible. It's too bad. Um, it's, he's in. He's just in on it. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I, that's, that's, that's true. true. That's right. That's true. <laughs> um, yeah, no. I mean, I, look, I, I don't think the vaccine passport is honestly something that, like, I don't think it's something that is really necessary to be all that worried about, in my view. Um, I mean, certainly the federal government has no ability to do it, and, uh, and this is not going to pass. But neither is the opposite. They're not going to mm -hmm. pass a vaccine passport, certainly in this Congress. But but employers are allowed to mandate it for yeah. their employees. Employers right now. are, and like, you know, look, you know, I think. I understand it, it, it's a tough one because uh, I'm uh, I, I, I side with private businesses being able to do what they want to do um, more often than I want the government telling them what to do. Mm -hmm. I understand how people can be on the other side of that one. It's a little bit it's a it's a it's a difficult one for for conservatives who I know don't want government involved and can see how maybe down the road Democrats would use this in a way we wouldn't be comfortable with. Mm -hmm. um, on the other hand, like look, you know, especially when you have a situation where the vaccine is available to everyone who above 12 years old who wants to take it right in that world 
you don't need to do these things. You know, I, I, I mean, there's been some controversies about hospitals and things like that. There might be some differences in that situation. Um, you know, cruise lines, I know, is a big thing that, that they were talking about. Um, but generally speaking, like, there's no real reason for employers to do this, especially when people who want to get the vaccine can get it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you're able to get it. It's free. Mm-hmm. You want to go get it? Go get it. You don't want to get it? Don't get it. Like, I don't know where, like, that is a central foundational thing uh, that's part of America, I think. And if, if we just stick to that and we, an- we end on freedom, we usually end happy. Yeah, Pat. I'm declaring the pandemic officially over. Are you? Yeah, oh, now done with the pandemic. Finally, yeah, it's over. Didn't it's I get over. Dave Portnoy kicked off of Twitter the other day? Now, now here, news and why it matters is toast. Uh-oh. It did that exact thing. Did got, really? Got Portnoy kicked off Twitter the really? other day, which well, is ridiculous. I mean, like again, like <clears throat> you could define that however you want, right? Like mm-hmm. we all know that it doesn't mean that no one's dying from it. I think it. the super scare that. is over. Yeah. Yes. People are just at least, at least in Texas in because America, we you know. have. We've adapted mm-hmm. and we have evolved and we've kind of, it feels a lot like we're out on the other side now. Yeah. Yeah. And if you want to wear your mask, they still do. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to, and that's most of us in Texas, we don't. Yeah. And I, I went to uh, breakfast between the 14 shows I've done today <laughs> and I was sitting there at this, at this really busy place and not a single customer had a mask yeah. mm-hmm. coming in, going out, sitting down. No one. Now every server still had them. I think they just try to make people, I don't know, not panic or yeah. I, I don't know what the deal is with that. Um, I think they see it as there's no real downside, right? Yeah. Like they, I think they yeah. see like they're yeah, just in case. About. No, yeah, exactly. I'm saying for customers though, <laughs> yeah. like most most people. Now the, in the conservative media world, we have some exceptions here. I know my wife is one of them who will actually get pissed off at the restaurant for having their servers wear masks. But most people who aren't wearing them don't. There's no negative necessarily of someone wearing masks yeah, per se. I, most people don't care. And, and the, but want. the people who do care care. So, yeah. like, they actually might be. I think that's the theory. Although I think it's dumb. I think it's wrong. I think it's the wrong yeah. theory. But I think that's what the way these companies are thinking at this point. And it's just, it feels a lot more normal now, yeah. right? Totally. Yeah. Doesn't it? And it feels like you can go to baseball games. You can go to a basketball game. Pretty soon we're going to be able to go to football games again. And we're back to normal. It does feel mostly. like we're normal, mostly, yeah. it, aside from all of the myocarditis uh, that's happening <laughs> that. in young males. And, and when that's they take just trying to prevent yeah. another right. you know, flare up. Right. That's a weird so, thing. So, so let's talk about mm-hmm. that for just a second before we have to go to break. So, uh, the CDC. They had this emergency meeting planned last week for this, you know, this uptick in the myocarditis of mm-hmm. young males who were taking the COVID-19 vaccine. Um, it had to get canceled. I know yeah. it was you. I mean, you may think emergency meeting mm-hmm. is an emergency. Mm-hmm. We definitely should have this because mm-hmm. young men are at stake here. But then the Juneteenth national federal holiday was signed like the day before. Nothing so. you could do. Right. You had to delay it. Right. Uh, right. It was Juneteenth. I mean, uh, it's that, that holiday we all learned about about eight minutes ago, it's coming up. So they they canceled that. So they just had a a meeting where they just kind of snuck it in as well. So they did meet on uh, the emerging evidence of myocarditis cases among newly vaccinated teens and young adults. And this group of the CDC did concede that there is a, quote, likely association between vaccination of young people, particularly males, and myocarditis. Um, And they did, I would just like to say, um, publish new 
vaccine recommendations uh, for people with a history of myocarditis and pericarditis. They do uh, recommend if you are in the scenario where you have myocarditis after your first dose of an mRNA COVID-19 vaccine, um, they say you probably should just either, I mean, you could skip it. However, if your heart has recovered, you could consider proceeding with the second dose. So you could just discuss. <laughs> so whatever. Discuss with just your doctor. Do so either way. Right. I mean, yeah. you know, you may be you mm. may be thinking you're a teen or you're a young adult and you have virtually no chance of succumbing to the actual virus. And maybe you might be thinking your heart, maybe I would like, hey, I don't like an enlarged heart. Like maybe I should just not take it. No, 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 no. You should probably consider just just going for that second dose. Yeah, I think that's the Mr. Exactly. Vaccine. Please. I think you go with the fifth, fourth, fifth, sixth <laughs> dose. Get them all at once. Uh, no, I mean, look, you know, luckily most of this has been very minor and has been treatable, but. Honestly, like, I don't think it's crazy at all to just do one dose, uh, especially as a as a as a uh, as a teenager. Do you think it's crazy at all to just do zero doses if you're a teenager? I, you know, I don't think it's crazy, honestly. I mean, like, you know, again, I am Mr. Pro vaccine. Yes. I don't think it's crazy if you, you know, uh, you know, I think if you have in certain circumstances, like if you have a, you know, if you happen to live with someone who is older and maybe in a uh, in a immu- immunocompromised state, you might want to consider it. But again, like, mm-hmm. you know, as we all know, uh, in that age group, there's very little risk. It's very little risk if you're going to have i mean the johnson and johnson vaccine <laughs> let me just throw this out here uh, for a second <laughs> is out there one dose right like uh maybe that's a good way to go uh, for for younger people it's also the one with the least demand because they banned it for two weeks for no reason over one in a million out of people it scared the crap out of people so we're I would say no reason one out of a million uh, i believe three uh, people i should just say you're right and three it was three, lives three, three lives. people there's three lives yeah three people died of it that they reported yeah of course <laughs> i forgot what show i'm on i'm sorry <laughs> um, but yeah no i mean like the the, the rates were low uh mm-hmm. and, but but still something to consider particularly for young women, which is where almost all the effects were, uh, you know, I think that's a right now we're just like t- we're just packaging them up and just shipping them to like India. We're like, please yeah. take our vaccines. We're we're very much overstocked at this point, um, so that would be uh, something. But again, I, you know, it, look, uh, there are certain borderline cases that you know where you could say as a parent, you know, like I don't want to I don't want to do it, and I don't think there's any any blame to go to so, towards someone who's going to say, you know, what, yeah, I don't want my twelve year old freaking vaccinated right, uh, with this right now. Um, I think uh, it's a totally natural uh, thing. <clears throat> you know, they're going to watch this. A lot of people are going to get it anyway, and we're going to have much more data. If you're going to wait a little bit, I think that's totally fine. We showed a chart, a chart on my show yesterday um, that showed the age groups and the death rate of each age group, mm-hmm. zero to 19. Literally, zero. zero to 19, yeah. the death rate was 0.0%. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Zero <laughs> percent. Yeah, it really doesn't. Yeah. Then I mean, from, you know, 20 to, uh, I don't know, 40 or something, it was 0.1 percent. The next group up to 54, I believe, was 0.5. The highest group, uh, the highest, obviously, as you would expect, is 85 plus. Right. Yeah. Even right. that group has a 10.4 percent death rate. 10.4 percent. But I mean, we should, in perspective, that's really high for an illness. <laughs> that's yeah. not well, like yes, a normal thing. Yes, but they have a vaccine thing. available yeah. that they exactly. can choose 100%, to get right. if 100%. they so choose. Yes. So, yeah. All right, uh, we got more to come, but we got to take a break. We'll be back. Yeah, it's like once. That's why I think it's a good definition of, the, of it being over, right? right. Like. Right. 
Now, you may have been hearing, if you frequent the internet, maybe Twitter, you may have been hearing all of this discussion about CRT, about critical race theory, and how it... Please. It's not being taught in schools. You guys are crazy. It's just like, it's just for Harvard and stuff. It's not being taught in high schools, elementary schools, nothing of the sort. Well, here is a Des Moines East High School teacher, Megan Gia, who is a special education teacher, who is really upset that she is now prevented from teaching critical race theory uh, to her students. Watch. This is what's Today is the first time our country has recognized Juneteenth. It's a national holiday, and yet I'm getting ready to go back to school in the fall. And my governor has put into place some ridiculous legislation that many governors across the country put into place, such as I can't teach anything divisive, I can't teach critical race theory, and I can't teach about racial equity. This is at all public schools, colleges, and universities. So, teachers, in the past, we've been activists. Of last year, we really need to stand up and do what's right for our kids right now. So, this is a call to action, teachers. Wow. We got to stand up and fight for our kids because this is bull. We can't lie to them. Uh, I That's who I want teaching my kids. I don't right, know about you. Right. I know we we only have a couple minutes here, but I, I'm Psycho. sure you guys have a lot to say on this. Um, first of all, I am hoping she's not, well, they said special education teacher. When I watched this, I was like, I hope she's not the health teacher because she needs to go for more walks. She was very out of breath there. She's just walking, just walking, very out of breath. <laughs> Cannot actually talk. Another uh, that comes to mind is she said we need to stand up for our children. For our children, we need to stand up for them. And I call me crazy, but I feel like the child that I am actually sending to school is actually my child mm. and not hers. Wow, that's hateful. Is that controversial? That is, is hateful. She, she, that is typical conservative right there. You know, <laughs> I think she owns the kids. Yeah. Uh, we all own it. It takes a village, uh, Sarah. <laughs> right, of course. Uh, I mean, look, the, the, it, of course they're teaching this stuff. They wouldn't be upset about it if they if they weren't. And, and look, I don't actually have problems with necessarily teaching about it. It should just be taught in a way of that this is insane right <laughs> like you want to teach that stuff you go to Ibram Kendi can start a private school you can send all your dumb kids over there and they can all <laughs> learn about why you should care about skin color more but at public schools I mean look the states and local communities have real control over this this is not some big invasion of government that, uh, that this is a state school uh, so I, I don't think that they have much ground to stand on. Um, there are standards that are applied to education, educational curriculums, and this is something that's been in our country for a very long time. I, I mean, I'm fine. You want to abolish public schools completely and we'll all go to private schools? It. Totally fine Let's with that. Let's do it. And that's, that's your solution, though. Yep. Let's do it, Pat. Look, I've said this before. It, it doesn't take a village to raise a child. It takes the village people. Mm. The village people uh, really? are very really? diverse, and yes, there's the police officer, there's the Native American, uh -huh. there's the motorcycle guy, construction guy, construction mm -hmm. worker. Mm -hmm. You get a whole diverse background of people to teach your child, mm -hmm. and they can show them how to dance. Okay, so. well, but have you considered that the police officer would then murder the rest of the members? Uh, that, you know what? Because that's he's probably a police true officer. now. Yes, <laughs> that's true. Like, so. There's no way a police officer makes it in a band today. That's sad. <laughs>
<laughs> we can't even get them in Paw Patrol anymore. Uh, right. Oh, jeez. Right. Don't even get me started. <laughs> well, this was, of course, for all of the people who, I don't know if you guys have been seeing it online, but it's just like, oh, well, CRT is not, it's not being taught in element, in, yeah. pu- in public high school. What? Are you crazy? No, and actually, obviously. the teachers are upset that they can't mm-hmm. continue to teach it. By the way, I do know that we have to go to break, but I would just like to make another call here. Um, white liberal women are a danger to society and they must be stopped. <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say that. All right, we got to take a break. We'll be back. How psycho they are. I know. <laughs> All right, uh, if you are watching this program, wherever you are watching it, make sure that you go over to wherever you get your audio podcasts, subscribe, rate, and review the news and why it matters. It will help more people be able to find the show. And also, you may see your review read live on air, like the one today from Lizzie54, who, uh, oh, you're from Iowa. So, Lizzie, first of all, I hope that you did not have Megan, what's her name? Megan Gia as your teacher over in Iowa. Uh, And I hope that nobody that you know had her as their teacher as well. Uh, She says, thank you, Sarah, for keeping us informed with the news and letting us know that it matters. Love all the guests. Hard to say who are my favorite ones. And I love that you turned me on to Built Bars. They are great. Yes, they are. And I love that our the News and Why It Matters review section has actually just turned into like a Built Bar review section. People love the Built Bars. Everyone's like, we love Built Bars. I'm like, but what about me? Right. <laughs> Talk about me. We <laughs> want to hear more about me. Uh, and then we've got one from D. Salisbury. Best news show ever. OMG. I love the show. I love the guests. I never review anything. I'm the worst fan of everything ever. But I like your content so much. I felt like I needed to give some props. The news and why it matters is a little slice of happy time each day. So here's the thing. Um, We don't consider the news to be happy. It's really not. It's actually pretty depressing. So we do what we can to try to make it palatable for you people. That's all that we can do. That's our goal, palatable. Palatable. We aim high. It's like, here's the the bar, and if we could just get, like, right here. Yeah, near the bar. That'd be fine. (laughs) We could clear it. You can see it, though. You can see it, Thanks for listening to the News and Why It Matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.